Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Good morning, everyone. We are reading from Daily Reflections, page 257, the reading for September 5th, Emotional Balance. Made direct amends to such people wherever possible. That is from the 12 and 12, page 83. When I survey my drinking days, I recall many people whom my life touched casually, but whose days I troubled through my anger and sarcasm. These people are untraceable, and direct amends to them are not possible. The only amends I can make to those traceable the only amends I can make to those traceable individuals, the only changes for the better I can offer, are indirect amends made to other people whose paths briefly cross mine. Courtesy and kindness, regularly practiced, help me to live in emotional balance, at peace with myself. Yeah, I don't know about you, but that makes me think of like the acting your way into right thinking. You can't think your way into right acting, but you can act your way into right thinking. And I know we recently, not too long ago, talked about the act as if kind of principle or slogan in the program. And and I mean, that's kind of, I mean, there, there's, there's, a, there's a truth to that. There's a help to that because so much of the time I think we don't feel like acting a certain way and another (laughs) slogan I guess you could call it I heard recently was facts aren't feelings and I did not know how true that was (laughs) when I first heard it because it feels so true and I feel like that's just a lot of the way our our culture kind of speaks right now is like well if it feels true then it is true but I'm here to tell you that that's not the case that that our feelings are are influenced by so many different things and they're so transient they come and go and so it can be very scary to start making more permanent decisions off of transient feelings because um, they're not always correct and especially when we are in our disease and we're eating or drinking or whatever um, our feelings are very misguided and our feelings tell us that we want to do that thing we want to um, indulge in our substance that's what our feelings tell us and I remember my sponsor one time likening feelings to like an oncoming express train 
Like it comes quick, it comes on strong, it's loud, it's heavy, the earth kind of quakes, and then it's like boom, and it goes da, 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 and then all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that was too close for comfort. <laughs> you know, it's where it's like really powerful and you think you're in danger, except you're standing on the side of the tracks and you might get a little wind blown, but your core self of who you are is not that emotion. It's a train running by, but it's very strong and intimidating and it can be scary and it can feel like that is you and it can feel like that is the truth about who you are. And so it takes time and usually the help of another to start to distance yourself from that. So back to the actual, so that is about emotional balance. That's where I was kind of going with emotional balance is, is, is honoring the emotion that you're having, but knowing that it's distinct from who you are as a person. It's just part of your experience of being a human. And here he talks about making direct amends to such people wherever possible. And that, you know, often it's not possible that, we can't trace back uh, all our wreckage to, to everyone that's affected, which is absolutely true. And so then the solution there is to live a living amends. You know, you move forward in a living amends. It doesn't mean that there's no, like, oh, I, you know, my list is never going to be done because I can't stop. You know, th that's not what that means. We move forward as best we can. It's in, We're imperfectly working this program as best we can. And the other thing is that I, I really liked that I heard someone describe um, what it was. They were describing, it, it goes both ways, that whether I'm living in my character defects or strong character, I forget the phrase they used, it's like um, whatever that is, whatever action I take from that place is like throwing a pebble into water. And then the ripple, there's a ripple effect. So what I do is just the stone falling into the water. But then there's all of this, this aftershock, there's this ripple effect, whatever I do, it, it, it continues on. And while that's often, or that is true of good things, which is great, it's also true of our negative actions of, you know, when we act out in our defects of character. And we have to remember that, that we aren't isolated, that everything we do, it's like a spider web. Just because it happens, you know, on one end of the web, it's felt on the other end as well. And you can't, you can't parse it out. You can't, we, we lie to ourselves and say, oh, it's just, it's not hurting anybody. It's just, it's just affecting me and, and I'm okay with hurting me. So it's fine. And, and that's not the case. That's just not the case, whether it's something you can see or an undercurrent that you can't. People are affected. We're all affected by each other. And when one of us is sick, it ripples out into the rest of the group. And when one of us is well, it ripples out into the rest of the group. And so this is, is not meant to shame. It's meant to, to bring awareness around the fact that, that just what we do is it's never an isolated thing, even if we're doing it by ourselves. And it's meant to encourage you and me <laughs> to to pursue being great, 
you know, to pursue having a positive ripple effect. Because even though, you know, it's it's this fine line between powerlessness and power, you know, um, our power lies in our higher power. And our powerlessness comes from when we're acting in self and specifically with our disease. But there is this influence, this area of influence where I have agency. And when I act in my agency, it does have this, it can influence others. It has this, you know, wafting aroma over the room. And so I can't deny the fact that that I have a responsibility, <laughs> I guess, over the aroma that I cast in a room, you know? Do I want people to be scrunching their noses or do I want it to be pleasant and lovely? <laughs> anyway, I think that's enough for today. Um, Maybe today you can you can sprinkle a nice aroma wherever you go. And even if people don't know it's from you, their day will be more pleasant because of you. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.